This is Capital City with Capital J. I hate to say it, but a lot of artists in North Carolina have gotten into the position they're supposed to be in and then take that next step. Um, with me and Cap over the years, like we've been on the radio, we've seen a lot of, we've been through a lot of artists who've actually gotten into these offices and signed deals, but then nothing happens after that. This is Capital City with Capital J. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen. Capital City. I'm your host, Capital J, alongside my main man, DL. What's up? Today, as we promised a few weeks ago, we said we're going to bring back the conversation about North Carolina artists. In particular, we're talking about hip-hop. Because we finished a conversation the other day, and you asked me a question. You remember the question was? Who? Um, it was a couple. Of, oh, the one about who was next. Who is next? Right. And at the time, you know, it's like, well, after the baby, who is there? And I was having trouble. You know, I, I, I saw people in my head, couldn't think of names. I'm like, you know, maybe... Maybe we don't have a next up right now. Hmm. So I reached out. Was was it that or it's just so much talent that you didn't want to? Well, see, here's the thing. When you said next. Right. Next implies that this person is getting ready to change something. So there's a whole lot of people that rap. A whole lot of people that made videos. Right. But we're looking at it that way. I'm look, right. I'm trying to figure out who's really next. Like everybody doing this ain't gonna be the baby. Absolutely not. You know what I'm saying? But you don't have to. <laughs> the world you know, can't afford two of them. <laughs> but we're looking at like you know, stunner for Vegas at minimum. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So we want you to be on the radar. We say next, mm-hmm. not just some dude that you know. There's a whole lot of some dudes right now. <laughs> right. So shout out to him though. Right. So I reached out. I reached out to my homeboy, Jay Flex. Mm-hmm. And I got him on the telephone. Okay. And I said, hey, man. Because I know he he keeps up with this this part of the game a lot more than I do. Okay. Still actively on the radio. Right. You see what I'm saying? Yes. So, and he's doing it in the area. Right. So like, without further ado. Me. Right. It stumped me when I found out. You know, I didn't mean to cut you all but when he said the time that he's been in radio and it was similar I asked him a similar question that, that I asked you when I realized how long you had you were worked in radio which was oh you saw the change yeah what'd he say <laughs> ask him hey well right about now I got Jay Flex on the line give him some applause man what up what up what up what up Jay Flex yo man tell welcome. the people who you are who is Jay Flex um, I'm a mix show coordinator and lead DJ at 102 Jams in Greensboro. Been doing this DJ thing for over half my life. Seen a lot of things change in hip hop since the early days to now. Mm-hmm. Right on. And we reached out to this brother to help us fill in some gaps. Right. And and just just given the time span that you've been in radio. The times that I've been in radio? Yes. Oh, from the early 90s to now? To the present? Okay. Right. Okay. <laughs> so, yeah. so, we got somebody who knows what they're talking about. Absolutely. Qualified. Certified. Okay. So, what we're getting into today, Fleas. I call him Fleas. That's Jay Fleasy for short. That's um, just something. You don't call him Fleas. No, I know him a long I, time. I call him fleas. I asked him as soon as you left out. I asked him. <laughs> I asked, you know. No, nah, he's Jay Flex to you, sir. <laughs> I'm respectful. <laughs> but yeah, man, Cap met way before Radio Day. Like we were just two DJs in the street. Hey, yep, mm. selling mixtapes. Oh. Wow. Now, I reached out to Flex. Flex, what what we want to dig deeper in today is um. You know, we're trying to figure out who's next here in North Carolina. And when you're actively on the radio, you know, you're in touch with these people. You see who's putting the music out. I know they're trying to get at you to make sure it's getting played. 
So who do you see that we need to be taking notice of after the baby? Well, you got you got my girl Lamani Caesar. That's the name with, I could with, not remember the other day, DL. Right. Chick from Greensboro. I could not think of her name. That's she, she's down with the Griselda camp. So you'll see her around Conway, Benny's a butcher and all them. Um she just released a project called The Liz a couple weeks ago. Okay. She has well, a single out produced by DJ Premier and featuring Benny the Butcher. Oh wow, she got mm. names associated with where's she from? Yeah. She's originally from Buffalo, but she um been in North Carolina for a long time. Okay. She, she stays in Charlotte now. Okay. Was she in Greensboro at some point? It seems like I remember her in the Greensboro. She used area. to be up here a lot. Like I know she used to be up here a lot. And um I used to see her, used to talk to her. Um but I know she I think she moved to Charlotte or stays in Charlotte now. She also has a clothing line that she's repping that she has of her own. Um, that's pretty dope. Cool. But she 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 raps for real. Yeah, she's 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 somebody that that you could say is really out there already. He said yeah. premiere. Yeah. yeah, I mean you know Benny the Butcher <laughs> premiere. She's yeah. you know she's she fairly certified, so she should have been mentioned the first time we were talking. Hmm. You know what I gotcha. mean? Right. So right. you know all apologies. Armani Caesar should have been mentioned the first go round. Now, Fleas, we were talking about the success of the baby. And you know who Arnold Taylor is. Yeah, South Coast Music South Coast Music. South Coast Music Group. Right. And I was I was telling DL okay. that um so much of the baby's success, man, is tied into the hard work of Arnold Taylor. And people don't know this. And um, you know, we had a discussion about how North Carolina hadn't produced a movement, even though we produce hit singles and and artists, we haven't produced a movement yet. Do you see a movement? No, I think he's definitely working on one. I think he's um he's positioning his guys right. Um he did everything right about the baby. The baby's doing everything right and then the baby also has the under the baby you got um you got Son of a Vegas and you got um he has also has another artist. I think his name is um, is it Turk? Oh, I tell you right now. Hold on. No, Dunk. Rich Dunk. He has Rich Dunk. He's also from Charlotte. Mm-hmm. And then um, so they're under billion dollar um baby entertainment. So the baby has an imprint. Have, he has his own imprint. Okay. Hmm. And then um, Arnold also has a few new artists that he's releasing. Um, he has a girl named Big Molly. Um, I think she's from Charlotte, I believe. And then he has a girl named Tia Corinne. She's from Winston. And I know he has an uh, artist from artist from South artist from South Carolina, Black Zach. Hmm. Um, so he's Arnold's working. And he also has an artist named Kusi, who's currently out and has a new single feature, Summer Walker. Mhm. Dope. He's on the arm. I think he's on the R&B side, though, I believe. Well, he raps too, though. But wow. Um, I think he does both. I believe he does both. It sounds like he's still money in music. <laughs> so I know. I know they have that going on in Charlotte, and you also have an artist in Charlotte named Luke that I like. I don't know if he's signed to any imprint right now. But he has a new single out that I like a lot. And this is the um, guy from from Dreamville. He was on the Dreamville album on the song called <clears throat> "Under the Sun" featuring right J Cole and the baby. He's actually the dude in the middle. It's a dope. And he track. got a song called "Light." Right, mm-hmm. pretty dope right now. Right. So, so if the baby gets his imprint going, and we know that Ninth Wonder has been, you know. He's been working with a lot of artists. Yes. In the area, and they put um yeah. they put a compilation out, a yeah. jam lock compilation. But you know, when you talk about next, you know we already mentioned Rhapsody, so you know he got one there. Hmm. You know. Right. You know each each group to to have a successful imprint, somebody has a lead to lead the way. Absolutely. So you know she's obviously leading the way over there. Hmm. 
got the baby leading the way, but I'm waiting to see can is there anybody else that can duplicate the success of these lead artists though? Um hopefully with the corona, like corona's hurting a lot of things right now with the COVID. Um, people not being able to move like they normally move. Um but I think it's a lot of talent. Um Hopefully they get their shine and everything can move the way I want it to move. Yeah, I hadn't thought the about that. North Carolina should have got his shine, though. Yeah. Why do you think it hasn't? Uh, I hate to say it, but let, a lot of artists in North Carolina have gotten into the position they're supposed to be in and then take that next step. Um, With yeah, me and Cap over the years, like we've been on the radio, we've seen a lot of – we've been through a lot of artists who've actually got into these offices and signed deals, but then nothing happens after that. Yeah. Um, the, so. the biggest, the biggest, most tragic example of nothing happening for me was Brandon D's run. He, um, Cat from Greensboro. <clears throat> we watched him work. We watched him grow up. He was great MC. Um, he put this record out called um, Cacolac, the Cac Joint. That was the name of it. Yep. Okay. And I played it one day, and a record rep from Electra was riding through the market. Mm-hmm. And he happened to have my number. He's like, yo, Cap, who is that? Right. And I was like, this guy named Brandon D, man, he's, you know, he's dope. I can tell you who the record rep was. Who was it? Court Digger. It was Court Digger. Court Digger got Brandon D signed. Oh, wow. So, Court Diggers riding through the area, probably headed down 85. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Here's the song. I tell him who it is, link them up. He gets signed to Electra. Unfortunately, it's like the last dude signed to Electra and they folded. Shit. I know it, it it sucked because I think something was getting ready to happen with that fleas. What you think? If he had, I think if he had got the opportunity to really do something, maybe. But they they really didn't get a chance to even push that single the way they wanted to. Nope. Um, it was big <laughs> around here, but that was it. Yeah. Yeah, but yeah, that's that has happened to a few people. We've had a lot of people get there. And have something that that I think is extremely viable. Like I remember Omniscience being yeah. out there. That's another name that you probably you know we haven't mm. discussed Omniscience yet. Right. Great Omniscience MC. Was signed to East to West. Yep. Mm. Had a record deal, and and he had a song. Was the name of that song Amazing? The one that had the live joint that I used to play. I believe so. Oh man, it, the the single was good, but they put out a sampler. And it was his live performance of that song. Mm-hmm. It was oh crazy, man! It was one of my favorite joints ever. And what, you know, what was the vibe? It was a party joint. Okay, it just felt good. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. And I'm not comparing him to Jadakiss, but he had to me he had that type of presence on the mic. Right. That that feel about right to you, please? Nah, uh, this was super dope. Yeah, <laughs> super <laughs> dope. True MC. Yeah, true MC. Damn. Okay. Yeah, and you know he's another guy. Record deal, everything's there, but you know they just don't go as far as as you would think. Like, what do you mean? <laughs> like, like, I don't, I don't, I have no idea. Yeah, I, I like, really have no idea. I'm pretty sure that he's somebody we could get on the show one day. Yeah, he's from North Carolina, you know. Like, did I, and we can we can talk to him that. about that. He's somebody who we could talk to firsthand and find out. Why things go sideways for whatever reason? Right, because it wasn't his talent. Okay, you know. Okay, I've never really asked any of the guys what happened. I, I didn't either, because you don't, you know, you don't want to even go there. You just it, proud of them when it happened, and when it don't work out, you leave it alone. You know, it's research. I think um, I know uh, Small World and Brolic from North Cac. Is that? Um, they remember they signed with DCP, right? And 
Um, then they split up. They, um, Brock and Small World got like solo joints, and Small World did put out like a couple singles, but I don't think they moved enough, and his budget got might got burned up. But Small World was super dope. I look love, love Small World, and probably I don't know if he ever moved a single on DPP, but I know he still he was still doing his music thing. Um, recently, um, as a couple years ago, I talked to him. Um, one of my, but, what about one of my favorite MCs ever? Showdown. Who the, oh, Showdown. Hey, he had a record deal. Like, I found out who Showdown was not because, now, mind you, this dude stayed a block away from me. <laughs> Did not know that. Right. Got the record, though. It's dope. Yeah. And it was actually out. You could go in the record store and buy it. You know what I'm saying? Um, right. And, and man. I and, wish he wasn't on the label he was on. Yeah. It was opportunity. Yeah, it was, like, it was, it was opportunity. opportunity. And the song was um, dope. Yes, it's just the, the people the people behind it weren't big enough to get to make it move with commercial success. Um, but Showdown is super talented. Um, still super talented to this day. He doesn't want to rap anymore, but if he could, if he wanted to, he could. Yes, indeed. But he's still, his ear for production is still super dope. Um, he got a little, um, he got a TV series now. You can catch on Amazon. I'm called 85 Central. Oh, okay. Um, that's his, okay. his show. Um, yeah. yeah. So he's doing moves with that, trying to get the, uh, into the TV lane. He always tried to get me out there, but I told him I'm no actor, so I'm not going to do it. <laughs> um, but big up the showdown. Here's here's one, please. Who's that? Tafu. Tafu. What was was Tafu from Raleigh, right? I think they were out of Chapel Hill, maybe. Something like that. Yeah. But they had a real record out on a real they had label. A real record out. And yeah. you know another group that you know, and they there was a lot of excitement. You know, but nothing never. Nothing never. Nothing ever. Nothing ever happened for artists from North Carolina for some reason. Even like when Little Brother, everybody in North Carolina loved Little Brother, but for some reason when they yeah. had the major deal, it just wasn't there. But you can't tell me that they're not one of the selfish groups ever in hip hop. Hell like, yes. Well, they came up in the first episode. Right. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah and yeah. and I'm glad you brought them back up because all I talked about in the first episode was the early days. But mm-hmm. but when you talk about how dope they got on their major label run, they did get the critical acclaim. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but it's it. like the support wasn't there. Like I think the people who claim to be supporters of Little Brother should have stepped up more for that Little Brother album. Like Little Brother could have really opened the doors for North Carolina if the support was there from for them. Um I think a lot of people, I'll put it to you like this. I feel like a lot more people champion J. Cole now than they did for Little Brother then. But I think Little Brother could have been as big as J. Cole. Right. Well, I got a question. I, hmm? The first time we brought up Little Brother, I was talking about how I just couldn't even get my hands on the record back in the day. Was, well, see, the, the original album was on ABB. That was an independent label. I want to say I want to say they're from the West Coast because the same label has signed artists like Dilated People. Um, maybe the far I can't remember. It was an underground underground hip hop label. I remember the um, label. Hold on, guys. <laughs> Somebody trying to steal Flea's rims. He'll be right back. Yeah. And listen, so um, it, it is like it's common that, um, that people from, the, well, in hip-hop anyway, they get signed in North Carolina, and then kind of like nothing happens. But, and I always think of it like this, and I always want to, you know, ask the question. I'm back. And I do be asking the question. Um, like, how, how does it happen? Like, if you get signed, and... If you get signed for five hundred dollars, a thousand dollars, 
$50,000. And then you are expected to work basically this job. I know I remember my first job. When they hired me, they told me how much I was going to get paid. Right. Then they showed me how I was going to earn that paycheck. <laughs> right. You know, and I hear people nowadays talk about it's no artist development and all that stuff. So that makes me kind of believe back in the day that was, that stuff was offered, whether people took advantage of it or not, it was offered. And I'm like, but it was like you got you got a uniform to go to work. <laughs> like, you see, here's the problem with developing hip-hop artists is for a long time, you didn't have anybody to train hip hop artists because it was such a new art form. Okay, so uh, aside from that, like I re I respect that, but I'm just talking about the just the work of it. The work of it. Now the development aspect still needs to happen, and a lot of A and R's complain about how easy it is to find talent, but how hard it is to develop it. Because we're in an era right now right. where you can sit in your room and create a wonderful masterpiece, but you never performed it in front of anybody. Right. And back in the day, you would cut your chops out down the road in front of people. And yeah. now you cut your chops in your bedroom, in the closet. Right, right. But, you know, but this trend that we're talking about, about North Carolina artists not getting signed and then nothing happened, like, this ain't new. This, this is before we got all technology technology driven right and that's why i asked the question you know because i'm thinking about like, like like we were having a conversation i can't remember who we were talking about maybe it was um uh little brother and it was i think it was another group from eastern north carolina or something and you, you didn't uh, know who i was asking you about right and um I was like, damn, so maybe they, they not working as hard as I've been giving them credit for. Because if I think they this hot and they this hot in this part of North Carolina, but on this part of North Carolina, don't nobody know who they are? They ain't working hard enough. No. <laughs> They're not working hard enough. You know, like, like, and, and that's why I always ask the question, like, what is it that North Carolina is missing? Because everybody, and, and it's like, it's, it's the only common uh, thing amongst all those answers is uh, it always goes back to we don't support each other. But I'm like, I don't know, I just look at it different. And I have a, another question that I want to know the answer to is, the percentage of those artists who get those major deal looks, how many of them are actually still making a living off hip hop or, you know, rap? Right. You know what I'm saying? Because bro, I was in uh, a couple places and I would meet some kids and that's all they did was rap. Like they go do shows, they travel probably six months out of the year, but they make like $35,000, $40,000, but everything else paid for. Who? Yeah, <clears throat> you know, like, like, and my point in asking the question about what's missing is because, like, like I said a minute ago, it's like for research because I actually want to know because I consider myself an artist in North Carolina, not specifically hip hop, but I just look around in North Carolina and see all the talent around North. Carolina. Like I look across the table, I see talent. I I hear. Um, um, DJ Flex moving in the background I hear you know what I'm saying talent you know what mm -hmm. I'm saying like it's just talent everywhere like it's a reason North Carolina ain't where it's, it should be and I don't know well <laughs> please you got an answer for all that why is North Carolina not where it should be yep um I don't have a true answer well what's missing I just believe the state's been overlooked like for years, like let's think about it. Um, the last decade, you've had even in the um, early 2000s, Virginia was a growing part of hip hop, and mm -hmm. then you went to Georgia, and Georgia was a growing part of hip hop. But South Carolina and North Carolina was never looked at. You know um, what I think the problem is, Flex. We keep giving we keep giving the country one artist at a time. Hmm. I mean that I mean that's true. Um, we also never had a producer 
like, okay, like, he, he blew up as a producer and came home and tried to do something, but mm-hmm. he didn't do what Teddy Riley did for Virginia. Right. You know what else? Um, that goes back to something we talked about in the first episode is that producer, a producer coming to the area and getting it jumping provides that area with the sound. Hmm. You know? Yes. Like, yeah. you know, the, the, it takes a sound. And I, I've, I've always said that's what's missing for North Carolina. We don't have a uniform sound. So yeah, we can give you a one. hit, but it takes that one producer. If everybody was on ski beats, then we would have a sound by default. It'd be the sound of ski beats. If everybody was on Ninth Wonder beats, the North Carolina sound would be the sound of Ninth Wonder. But, you know, and personally, whoever, like um, Jetson, uh, and once the baby started jumping off, I'd be like, Jetson, you can make another one for me. Because anybody from North Carolina, if you're trying to blow, you need to be on Jetson Beats, right? Doesn't that make sense? He's the sound of the baby. The baby is very associated with Charlotte. People can't help but think Charlotte when they think the baby. So if I was making music right now and I had to invest my money anywhere, I would invest my money with the producer that made the sound of little baby, of the baby. Right, the baby. Right. Jetson made another one. Mm-hmm. That's- yeah, you, can, you can even look at his catalog and see what he's done, actually done for other artists outside the baby. Right. He had a big hit with Jack Harlow. That's Jetson on the beat. The white like, was popping. You got to right. pay attention to what he's doing. Right. But but see, the thing is, though, that went to Jack Harlow, and that should have gone to Stunner for Vegas or one of them other cats down there. <laughs> and that could have been us on that beat. Cause it's I'm, not, pretty sure, I'm pretty sure Stunner got joints from him, though. Oh, yeah, yeah. He, yeah, he, he has he, – he's been on those beats. And I'm, you know, I, that was a bad example because he's doing it. Stunning for Vegas is taking advantage of the work that the baby has done already. I mean, you know, he's, like I don't know how many people outside their camp are using DJ Kid because DJ Kid is a producer too. He's the he's the baby's DJ. And he also produced the intro, which was a big song for um right the baby. Right, and, and it has a unique sound too. Um, I don't know. I don't know any producers from North Carolina that are getting their shine enough. Um, I also want to mention a couple other artists. Gab. Gab is getting well, his Gab, shine Gab a little bit. Yeah. No, Gab, but Gab got Yeah, You know, Gab got that old song. Gab been doing music for years. It is impeccable. Oh, yeah. Um, so I want to pick up the DJ Eta. Cause he has an artist named Sauce Pack from Winston. Word, and he said, I ain't seen any said in a minute. That's what's up. And Wale got an artist from Winston named um, Wu Two Time. What? What's the name again? Wu Two Time. Oh, he had a song out. Um, it was one of them dances, wasn't it? Whoa! Now Wu Wu got a song. Um, what's the name of it? I remember I that. You. I remember that name. I got I got some of that music on my Serato. <laughs> he got a song called um, I Don't Know. It's called IDK, but it's called I Don't Know. IDK, okay. Yeah. Yeah, That's I got that right. from Winston. They, young, they also young people, so they got time to grow. But Sauce is really doing a lot of stuff. You see him all over the um, place with Issa. Issa take them everywhere. So Sauce is getting a lot of um, shine and learning a lot on the road right now. That's recording a lot too. He's recording a whole lot. A lot of people didn't know so, B.O.B. was from Winston Salem too. Yeah, B.O.B. is from Winston Salem. The Trey Foe represent Trey. Corday was born um um from Raleigh. Oh, did not know that. Yeah, he, um, he moved from Raleigh when he was thirteen to D.C. Word. His mom used to record in Raleigh. She used to sing, I think. Mm. Yeah, Raleigh, man, now that I've been in the Durham area, Raleigh has um, <clears throat> some people out here doing the thing in Raleigh. You know what? Well, I think Raleigh do. Like Scads to be on. Oh, yeah. Yep. Like, big up to my man, big up to Crisis. Crisis is making dope beats. Right. Um, there's a lot of producers in North Carolina I like. I just think they need to get that. 
They need to get that one that one good look, and maybe we get something going. Because I think it, it's more than just the artist. I think for uh area to get on, like I think you need the whole package. You need um, producers and artists. The closest um, we ever came to a sound was for me the run that that happened after Colonel Loud and Luke Nasty. To me, what they were doing was defining the North Carolina sound. And that sound was made up of soulful R&B samples. The world took that sound after they did that. Yeah, yeah, you're right, they did. The world took that sound and ran with it. And they don't get no props for it. Yeah. Oh, no, they're never going to get credit for it. Nope. Yeah, the, and it came to a head when uh, Lil Duval smiled. Come that, on now. That, like, was, that was Lil Duval's smile was because of California. If that song yeah. hadn't worked, I don't uh, think smile would have happened. You, absolutely you know what I'm saying? Right. It's the, that's the sound that we were building here in North Carolina. Hey, he took it and made it a joke. And it got so big that <laughs> it's over. I mean, you know what I'm saying? Like right. sometimes, and the, the problem is, the biggest song of the sound came from somebody else. We didn't get to take advantage of, like like Flex said, they, they robbed us. Hey, that was most profound, J Flex. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's the truth though. Like the first person never wins. Like you create something. If you create something that could be taken by somebody else, oh, it will be taken. Stop it, huh? <laughs> it will be taken. Yes. Oh, you know how many remixes I sent in with samples on them, and they just came back any old kind of way, except for with my name on it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's the truth. Like, <laughs> like it's, it's it's not fair, but that's just how it is. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, I learned my lesson. <laughs> like, you gotta know somebody I'm to be able to keep a sample. Oh, nah. <laughs> nah, you put a sample out there, like, you might see you be the only person to have it. <laughs> somebody else got it, and they're going to use it the same way you use it. Yeah, yeah, I learned. I learned. I ain't even, like, you know, I used to get salty. I was like, man, no reason to even bother getting salty about that. That's just the game. <laughs> Chalk but, it up. Um, if we could get some of our producers out here, like, I like producers, like, I like LaFell. I like Top House Studios. I like um, uh, what's that dude? Trick. Um, it's a dude in Charlotte named Trick something. He's really dope though. Mm. But I haven't. I think me Mill is supposed to get a beat from him, but I don't think it's gonna happen or something. Then you got, come on man, you got Crisis all them Justice League down there. Like they so that's so dope. Hmm. See, um, I'm glad we reached out to you, Fleas, because uh, yeah. We were, we missed a lot of this. We got a lot of producers in North Carolina that I think need to get the the right shine on them. It's just like if you think of North Carolina producers, the first first thing people gonna say to you is Nice Wonder. But right. Nice Wonder got a whole camp. Right. Of producers. Oh, I um, didn't realize. Yeah. Like Crisis comes from that camp. Okay. I know there's a couple other dudes over there. I believe. Um, I just don't know if they got their shine yet. You know what I'm saying? Um, but I know some producers in Charlotte. I know it's probably some producers in some small town that just just hasn't had the opportunity yet. Yeah. Um, but it's hard, man. Like to get recognized. A lot of people run to me and think radio is the first place they need to go, but it's not true. Hmm. Um. You need to actually get get your feet wet before you come see me. Hmm. Um, me just playing your record, it doesn't always do what you think it's going to do for you. Um, so um, I keep hearing people say, and it, my interest in radio is because um, I do a radio show in Raleigh on 93.5. It's a local radio station. But I um, do you think that um, radio is dying? 
I mean, it's slowly dying because of um, streaming. People have been able to listen to where they want to at any time. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know how far it's going to go. But yeah. you definitely see the effects of it. Um, people like, I've, I've noticed years ago, people don't call radio stations like they used to. Mm-hmm. Um, they call because they want something. They want to win something or something of that nature. They don't really recall like they want to request a song, but they can go listen to the song anytime they want to. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Like, they, unless, unless they really want to call you, like, if they can relate to the personality that's on the radio, they might call them, you know what I'm saying? But, like, you don't get as many calls for requests like you used to. Like, the lines of the blow up requests all day. Right. Um, Phones, but, man. <laughs> the internet. Uh, yeah, the internet made anything available to you at any time. Right. Like, at any time. And then, if you're a kid, well, if you're a kid, you don't have to hit a radio edit like you, you're supposed to. Like, you can just go to YouTube and hear the song. You're going to hear it in its, in its glory. But... Yeah, that means something yeah. to some people. Huh? Mm-hmm. That means something to some people. Yeah. Right. Hearing it the way the artist intended. <laughs> right. It's crazy. And I feel like, you know, radio edits, you don't, like, we don't have video shows anymore on TV that you're going to hear the radio edit. Sometimes people don't even know what a dirty song sounds like. Back in the day, they didn't know what a dirty song sounds like. Nowadays, you know the dirty sound before you hear the clean sound. Yeah, and the clean sounds odd. <laughs> yeah. And then the label are trying to make the clean sound as much like the dirty as possible. As much as possible. Like, Ed is a real edgy nowadays. On certain radio stations, not all radio stations. Um, 102 Jams has no filter. Oh, nah, no filter at all. Nah. Yeah. <laughs> we, we try to let everything go. Yeah, man, y'all, y'all gets it in. <laughs> That's one thing I know. <laughs> Put it in your mouth ninety six times a week. <laughs> yeah, people don't remember those days, Cap. <laughs> yeah, things you could get away oh, with. Go to Akinelli. Akinelli has an artist in North Carolina. Does he? Okay. Yeah. I actually, I actually got to sit down and eat um dinner with Akinelli, Cap. Uh, how long ago was this? Uh, right, right before the pandemic. Okay, please. So, back to what we were talking about about why some artists don't blow up, and there's been a long list of people, and we didn't even, you know, we we just barely skimmed over the surface. Right. Like we talked right. about um, Omniscience, major label, you know, uh, Brandon D. Major label. Uh, earlier today, we were talking about Hot Right. Did we? We didn't mention him, right? No. Forgot uh, about him. Let me see. Sunshine Anderson. Yeah, she went yeah, gold, didn't she? Well, yeah. I yeah. guess I guess that thing kind of worked out. <laughs> right. Right. She um, did she, was she able to come back with a second album though? I don't. Ah, uh, she probably. You know, I'm gonna look it up. I'm gonna assume that she had a second that album, was. but um, what she had um, what was the first single? Uh, Heard it all before. Four. And then she had lunch and dinner. Mm-hmm. Was the second single that didn't do as well as Heard It All Before. And um, yep, she put out three albums. Same label. On, she put out three la- albums on Atlantic. Nope, just one on Atlantic, right. one on Music World, and most recently on Verb. Ten years ago, two thousand ten. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I always thought I thought Sunshine was dope. Yep. The um, impact of that first song, you know, you thought she was gonna go super far. There's no arguing that Fantasia is still moving. <laughs> like her, right. Her, she never stopped. Right. You know. It seems like that's that song. You know, we have we have Southern Soul artists. In the area and gospel artists that are huge. J Red, shout out J Red, man. You know what I'm saying? Well, that mu- I don't think that music is. <laughs> yeah, yeah J Red. Right. J Red from North Carolina? Yeah. 
I did not know that, but that's an artist that I've actually tracked on my job. Oh, wow. Did you know that Casey and JoJo got a brother named Lebrado? You ever heard of Lebrado? One of the most dopest songs you could play at a Southern Soul joint is a song called Fire Hmm. by Lebrado. And that's Casey and JoJo's brother. Wow. Nah, I never know Older or younger? I have no idea. Probably younger, I'm guessing. Okay. Yeah, I didn't know that. Yep. And and you know, like I said, that's that's a staple on the set right there. You know, vibrato mm-hmm. is a big deal. Um, um, Anthony Hamilton. Anthony Hamilton is still strong. You it, know, but you but it's those people that have artists around them, like the Hamiltons. Have they always been around him? Not to my knowledge. Okay. I mean, they've been his backup singers for some years, but I remember, you know, Anthony Hamilton in the days of when Mark Sparks was working with this guy from Charlotte that could sing. And I was like, whoa, it's some of the most amazing. Like, his voice, when I heard it, I was like, man, this dude's incredible. Mm-hmm. And then he got a record deal that wasn't the one that blew him up. Like, he got signed. I, I forgot the label, but he got signed, and it didn't work out. Mm-hmm. And he right. came back again. Right. As the Anthony Hamilton that you know today. Right. But, you know, it took it took a it took a couple of tries. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> what yeah. His is And that's just because I think it worked out a second time because he had the white people around him at the time. Right. And he was doing more of what he wanted to do. I think it's about the team, man. You gotta have a good team. Yeah, he around. definitely had a good team around him. Right. Shout out Eli. You can't do this by yourself. Yeah, so yeah, we we got scores of people, man, that have that have gotten their foot in the door, and we thought it was about to happen for everybody, and just didn't. You know, <laughs> my brother. You gotta be willing. You gotta be yeah. willing to grow. You gotta be willing to uh, be able to take criticism. Uh, some people just want to go, like. They think they already made it, and they haven't. Um, right. Like, I don't That's, know. You know something? That's one of the, the unspoken things is that we've seen a lot of artists, you know, they get that foot in the door, and they think they're already there, mm-hmm. and they stop working and start now, eating. Once you get in that door, you got to work harder. <clears throat> right. That's you what know? I was- yeah. They eat on the the first sign of success. They start eating and forget about working. And I've seen that. Have it you? Yes, sir. You know, like you see somebody, you know, they just you watch them work hard and grind for two, three years straight. Then they get a song that's popping, right. and they stop. You know, they 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 enjoy the attention that the song is provided. Mm-hmm. But they haven't really achieved the success that was the end game from the beginning. But they get blinded by the attention, and the attention takes you off the work. Hmm. Like it's hard, it's hard to that that little period of time from when you start to become known to the time that you. Um, actually experience real financial success is a dangerous time because everybody from from the time you become known every person that enters your life is taking you away from the work that you need to be doing right and usually offering nothing in return they're just time vultures they want to be down with you yeah so they're riding you as you flame out because you should be writing more songs. Right. You should working. be in the studio. Working. But you can't lead a club because, yeah, drinks on everybody else. Because they <laughs> want to be seen with the dude with the high song. Right. You know what I'm saying? Everything's right. free. Now you're too drunk to do what you were supposed to do. Right. I'm, I'm serious. This is what happens. Absolutely. You know what I'm I, saying? I've seen it And it turns yeah. into an everyday cycle. Before right. you know it, months go by, and everybody's like, yo, man, what's up? You got another joint? Man, we've been in the studio working, you know. <laughs> I'm going to hit you when it's done. We're working Still right now. Working right now. Right. And nothing ever happens. And labels, 
you know, a lot of times you get that first deal, they, they expect the results. Absolutely. And when you start working, you know, dudes don't come home and talk about it, but a lot of them met that fate. Hmm. Of course they're not going to say that. No, nah, they're not going to say that. You know what I'm saying? Man, man, foot and label, man. <laughs> they tripping, man. They weren't pushing my stuff. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> well, they also gave you $150,000 to do an album. Right. And you was out here buying bottles of Moet at a club price. Crazy. For everybody. You know what I'm saying? Instead of investing in your album. Then it came time to shoot that video. And they shot it on that dime. Because you already spent the advance. <laughs> drinking. That's... Taking everybody to the strip club. And that Mercedes you bought. To drive around. And that's how it happens. Now you ain't got no product to show. Mm. How you make music. And I'm not saying that happened to everybody, but that happened to somebody. Right. It's gotta know. be. So, yeah, but it's a it's a lot of things that happen, man. And sometimes the record labels too. There was a period of time where they would get an artist from North Carolina and they want to mold him into not from North Carolina. Uh, yeah, absolutely. And and I know a lot of artists had to deal with that too. Mm -hmm. You know, so we're not gonna discount that either. You understand what I'm saying there, Flex? Yeah. Like, you know, you got a person from North Carolina. There was a time where, you know, hip-hop, the major labels could only imagine hip-hop from New York and L.A. Hmm. You see what I'm saying? And to them, everything in between was poisonous. So even artists from in between were forced to bend to one sound or the other. And you weren't allowed to be your full self. You know? Right. That's why the ghetto boys are so important. My mind playing tricks on me. A bang anyway. It's the kind of song that no major label would have touched. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? Right. And right. then they found out that, oh, you ain't got to be from New York or sound like you from New York. Or, but, you know, a lot of people dealt with that stigma for a long time. Just not being from the right place puts your product on the shelf sometimes mm -hmm. you know it's an unwritten thing people have biases and that you fighting you fighting people's bias just being at one time just being from North Carolina it's not like that anymore because now the industry is open to the possibility that there's talent everywhere and they don't really care anymore but right. at one time it mattered you, you know what I'm saying Flex yep it really mattered and music. Right. So, yeah, a lot of people got caught out there, man. But it's still a lot missing if, um, because of the amount of talent and just looking at the amount of people that you, we can name off the top of our heads that might be next. Um, I don't know. I just think it's a, you know, it's a lot. It's a lot. It, it seems like it's lopsided for some reason to get back to my question what's missing. Because everybody got access to the same quote unquote thing now, which is the internet to self promote and things of that nature. So, yeah. Well, to to do this without major label support, you have to have full support of the entire community. Yes, because and, a long time, like ten years ago, I was having a conversation with. A gentleman similar to yourself, a hip hop, North Carolina hip hop historian, and he made the statement that um, North Carolina consumes during that time consumes um, in the top five um, areas or states that consumes music. Like that includes going to shows and buying CDs, tapes, downloads, or whatever was available during that time. And I was like, just imagine if that those dollars turn back. Right, and in places like, um, let's compare us to a Memphis, Tennessee, mm -hmm. where an artist can be really popular in Memphis and make a million dollars. Right. You can't do that here. No, and I haven't that, seen it. That's, you know, so that's another problem here is we don't have the market to support, you know, even as big as the baby was, 
you know, it wasn't because Charlotte made him a million dollars first. You see what I'm saying? Yes. He was good, and he pushed it. He's been he's been pushing. Uh, uh, he's been on a national push for a while. Yeah, he you has. Know, he is a, still a local artist by all means, but right. But he's been on a national push for a long time. His end game has always been national. Mm-hmm. And <clears throat> you know, I think you know, I think Charlotte might be a place that could support that type of you know. That type of um, that type of artist, though, if if one decided, you know, you could have a, a, a NBA young boy in Charlotte. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I really do think that that they have the numbers and the community, and if and if everybody could get on one person, it could happen. Grassroots. Hmm. You know, like Raleigh, Raleigh and Durham and like everybody here together, all these cities are big on their own. Charlotte is the biggest thing in the area. So even the smaller places defer to Charlotte. Right. Here in this area, you know, Chapel Hill doesn't defer to Raleigh. Right. You know what I'm saying? Or Durham. Right. You know, everybody, they got their own business. You know, they're all here together, though. So one community that's supporting in Raleigh is necessarily going to bring Durham on. Just, right. You know, the same way that if you repping in Charlotte, oh, yeah, um, Monroe, Shelby, Valentine, um, all that is Statesville. All that's going to get wrapped up in that in a different way. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I think I think it could happen one day. And that time is coming, man. The way, the way this area is growing – Right, like these the places. Yep. Yeah. Yep. These That's large key. urban centers. Right. Create those types of opportunities, so it's just a matter of time. Right. And the state, the population of the state, been growing the whole time. Yep. Yeah. Every day now, seems like. Hey, Flex. <laughs> we appreciate you um joining us, man. You want to give out any uh, social media Thank accounts you. for the people? Uh, Instagram, Twitter. DJ J Flex, um, you can hit me there. Um, that's about it, I guess. All right, and you are still on 102 Jams and can be heard every day, every Monday single day. All right, there it 12 is. Twelve and five, and on Friday nights you can catch me at ten. Right on, damn, all week long, like, boy, they working, <laughs> working yeah, them to I'm death. Playing. I play everything. I try to. Yes, indeed. Well, I hope you guys enjoyed the show. It's Capital yeah. City. I'm Capital J, and and this is DL Glass, and we out of here. Uh, yeah. <laughs>